Welcome to the Crazy Egg Fan Podcast. I'm your host, Teddy. No matter where you are, thanks for making this part of your day. Thanks for taking a listen. Hope everyone's doing well. <laughs> I wish I could say Happy New Year. I'll say it anyways. Happy New Year, guys. Uh, recording this shortly after Ike went down in Yanana 2-1 against the home team. Uh, recording this a while, a little bit out of my comfort zone. Um, no notes. Just doing this off the cuff, literally minutes after we lost this match in Yanana. I'm having to record outside, so I'm hoping this isn't picking up too much background noise. But we'll see if I need to re-record it later. I will. Um, let me get the formalities out of the way. Please subscribe and rate the podcast on any platform that you're listening to. Write a review if you can. It helps uh, this podcast get out there to more I do this so we can grow this family if I do this here that I'm trying to build. Um, follow me on so all social media, Facebook, Crazy Ike Fan, at Crazy Ike Fan on Instagram and on Twitter. So let's get to it, guys. Very frustrating afternoon for Ike today. Um, gosh, what can I say? We go down 2-1 in Yanana. I mean, this was a this was not a game where I thought it was going to be a trap game. I thought we were going to go up there. I know Jan and I are a scrappy team. We saw that a couple of weeks ago when they played Olympiacos, when they came uh, back from 2-0 down and really not just equalizing and making Olympiacos drop points, but they had a great chance to win it at the end of the match. So they're a scrappy team. But, man, the Ike defense looked bad like they did last year. I mean, it was terrible. Uh defensively we were just in shambles in the first half. It felt like every time Pascal and I got the ball, it looked like they were uh they were on the counter attacking. Um gosh, I don't know what to say. Like I don't want to pin all this on CD Beb, but how the hell can you be a World Cup winner and let a player pass uh one player pass uh three of your guys? Um and he he just did not look good out there today. I mean, I'm I'm not trying to just to pick on him. There were a lot of factors in this game. Uh, Ike's could not put away chances. You could tell that the players looked nervous. I mean, uh, really, it should have been level. It should have been even though Boss took the early lead. I think it was in the 11th minute, ninth or 11th minute. I don't remember. Um, Ike should have. Equalized. Araujo missed a great chance. Um, like we say in Greek, um, was able to do this, this move in the box to get himself free. And instead of just putting the ball in the back of the net, he put it over the crossbar. Uh, just a couple of other good chances like that were missed in the first half and just defensive blunders. And I mean, the second goal, not to put it on Anastasiades, but you have to do better there. You have to get to that ball first. Um, just trying to collect myself, man, because it's uh, very frustrating. You know, I said this at the beginning of this podcast, and I've talked about it before, how which means uh, to translate into English, the... Uh, the championship goes through the rural areas or the countryside, um, as the old folks used to say. And I think that is true. This reminds me of one of those tough old school Ike losses, you know, where Ike would just be doing good. They'd be rolling, uh, 
they'd be steamrolling everybody like they have been the past few games. I mean, we haven't lost in, I think it was 13 matches. This morning I was listening to Ike Reporter. He was talking about how Ike had the best defense statistically in Europe, which is kind of ironic. Um, I mean, this was the first time a team led against Ike, took the lead 1-0 since the 25th of August, since that loss we had to Volos. Again, it, you know, my, my words rang true that I said it at the beginning of the season and I said it at this beginning of this part of, of the, the restart after the World Cup that going into the derby with Panathinaikos that we needed to go three for three. Unfortunately, we didn't do that. Um, you know, I'll talk about the derby a little bit later in my thoughts and, you know, it, it changed now. Um, hopefully I think Almeida and this team have shown where facing adversity, they can kind of regroup. I didn't like their reaction after the one nil to concede another goal. Um, you know, and, and I'm sorry, we, we all have fallen madly in love with Almeida. We all have, I mean, many Ike fans have said the same thing that I have said that the guy needs a lifetime contract. Um, I really don't know why he started Amrabat and just didn't keep the same 11 he had against Volos with Tom Van Vuit at the, at, up top. When you have a player like that that's on fire that scored, what was it, like four goals in three matches? I mean, you gotta, you gotta roll with the hot hand, as they say. Um, didn't understand that. For me personally, I, I, I don't know. I mean, um, I feel like that was a mistake. Um, you know, to talk more about the match, it, like I, I don't know what else to say. I mean, it just looked like every time Jan and I got the ball, they were just countering. And it, it I, I don't know how else to explain it, guys. Uh, you know, I'm at a loss for words here. I was not expecting this type of performance. I was expecting us. Um, that either an easy or a difficult way we would have been able to come off with three points today in Yanana. Um, very entertaining match in the, in the first half, even though Yanana were able to, even though we were down 2-0 and it was frustrating from a scoreline perspective and it was frustrating also that the fact we couldn't find the back of the net. I mean, we had so many chances. It was unbelievable to me that we, we weren't at least level at one point or that we weren't going into halftime, uh, 2-1 down. Oh, we come out the second half. Um, honestly, in a way that I didn't expect, we were able to get a goal back and I was like, okay, here we go. And I almost tweeted this and I almost tweeted this. I said, you know, Yanana's defense is not that good. They've looked bad at times and I felt like they were going to be able to take advantage. We were going to be able to take advantage of that. And I thought to myself, I'm like, okay, if we can get a fast goal, and that gave me hope, guys. That gave me hope. This this defeat crushed me probably like it crushed a lot of Inositas out there. Um, because that that fast goal, that nice goal by Araujo, great assist by Pineda. He was able to find uh, with a through ball Araujo in the box. Um, a defender mistimed a slide tackle, which left Araujo wide open. He was able to put the ball in the back of the net. And then it frustrates you even more because you're like, damn, great. The captain got a goal. But at the same time, he like missed 
Oh, we missed chances that you just are unmissable, man. The ball should have been back at the net. You know, it was like my old man used to say, if that, you know, Tana of a ball doesn't want to go in the back of the net, she doesn't want to go in the back of the net. And it's, and it's frustrating sometimes when you watch football when that happens. Um, and I just had this feeling. I said to myself, okay, game on. Here we go. We're going to come back. And I had this comeback feeling in me. Okay, we'll get another goal in the next 10, 15 minutes. And then, because really, we had Yanana on the ropes for a few minutes. We really could have gotten a second goal fairly fast. Um, I felt like Almeida did make the right decision where within right away, within the next 10 minutes, he put Van Witt into the game, took Pineda out. Pineda, besides that pass, we put him in in kind of that midfielder role where he, he was kind of the creator. Um, the creator attacking midfielder. Um, he didn't have quite the, the his best game, unfortunately, um, for me, the way that I saw things. But um, I really hope that uh, we could just get past this. I, and, and I felt it, man. I felt it. I said to myself, I'm like, we're going to come back. We're going to come back. Or we're going to win this. We're going to get all three points. It's going to be one of those uh, season-changing wins. And um, unfortunately, that didn't happen. Uh, Yanina, for lack of a better word, just parked the bus. They held their lines. Uh, barely was there a time where there was, you know, any players of Yanina past midfield. And what can you say? I mean, that this is football. You know, unfortunately, it frustrates you because you want to say to yourself, quit being a bunch of wusses and go out there and play football instead of parking the bus the way that they did. But the, that team did what they had to do. They did what they had to do. They were, they're desperate for points to get out of that, um, the bottom half of the table because they're, they're, in, they're in danger. Um, and they're, they executed their game plan. I mean, that's what quote unquote smaller clubs do with bigger clubs is they counter, they countered very well. They really pushed Ike's back line to the limits. Um, CD Bell, like I said, looked in shambles even after that, man. Just the many mistakes, even on the offensive end. Um, yeah. Listen, I know I've harped on my not so much liking Rota. Now, I have given Lazaro Rota a lot of credit over the past few weeks. The way he's improved on his game, the way he looks. But the problem is, I, it, it sucks that we didn't have Rota in this game because I really feel that if we had Rota, it would have turned out to be a much better game. I felt like other players had to track back because CD Bell was struggling so much. You would see, like, Yanana's plan in the second half was like, okay, weak spot. We found the weak spot in Ike's defense. Let's just keep sending the ball down that right side, down uh, to face CD Bay, and they were right. I mean, uh, Ike would push their lines up. You know, CD Bay is more of an attacking back than a defensive back, uh, right back. So he kept attacking, but he he could not track back. He didn't have the lungs. He didn't have the speed that we see out of Rota where he can play. You know, and I know I've said many bad things about uh, Rota offensively, and yes, there's times where Rota's not even good defensively, but Rota is at least provides you with stability, as we saw. And, you know, I, I've, I've asked this question before on this podcast where 
of Almeida and of Ike, like, why isn't CD best starting? Well, I guess I finally got my answer today and in, 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 in a very bad way that for some reason this guy just doesn't look good. It doesn't look good to play a full game. Like, if he needs to come in as a sub, oh, gosh, man, I just... It, it, these were three points that were thrown away that should not have been thrown away. Uh, going into that Derby is massive for for everyone. Um, f- it's a massive Derby, both for Ike and for Panathinaikos. But now the problem is we could have went from a position where we were four points down in, uh, from the top of the league. We could have really, really put pressure on the greens. And now we're coming in seven points back where we have to get the win. You know, even if if we would have went in with four points difference, a loss there would not hurt us. But now a loss pretty much. I mean, look, this is going to be probably an Athens derby that it, I don't remember a bigger derby than this. And Athens dead to be in the last 10 years. I probably might have, might have said that before the first uh, match against Panathinaikos, but this is freaking massive. If Panathinaikos are able to come in there, Philadelphia, first off, give like their first loss into the new stadium, and second, distance themselves 10 points in front of second place Ike, then basically for me, there's still a lot of games. There's still a lot of games left, but for me, it it we're we're gonna be fighting more so to just pick up points after that and stay up as high as we can. We cannot talk about a title race at that point. Um, and look, I'm gonna say this, and uh, I know some Ike fans might kill me for this, but I just I I see something in in the greens besides the you know they get the calls and blah 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 and whatever we've seen this season with them that just they're just very lucky they're very lucky with the results that happen in the league they're very lucky I mean today listen I did not watch a minute of this match I just was paying attention to the to the score line um to the score line of the Panathinaikos Livadiakos match but statistically. <laughs> Livadian were the better team, except for possession, and except, of course, for the number one thing, was it, which is goals. Uh, Livadiakos had more shots on goal, more shots on target than Panathinaikos. They haven't looked good, um, but a derby is a derby, and we don't know what, what can happen um, going into this massive match uh, this coming weekend. Um, let's just hope that. Uh, let's just hope that our fellow Enositas, those of those of us that can be at the match on Sunday, can really create an atmosphere that where we go, this team goes in and just cannot lose. Um, I have faith in Almeida that we'll make some adjustments. Hopefully, Roto will be um, healthy. As far as I understand, it, I asked someone on Twitter because uh, just chatting back and forth. Um, they had made a comment about how bad CD, CD Bay looked. I mean, that was completely obvious to anyone that knows anything. Uh, just a, you know, a commoner watching the the match. Um, that he looked bad. Um, they're saying it's a sickness, maybe COVID. 
Um, I don't know. I've been kind of out of the loop lately as far as listening to the report every day because I've been uh, away from home visiting family. So let's hope, <laughs> let's really hope that I can be ready to go. Uh, but, you know, even I feel like I've pinned this loss on CD Ben, but it's not. It's a team loss. I mean, there were two other players that should have stopped that the attacking player from uh, Boss, and he was able to get by three players. When he can get by three players and then get across to a wide open man, I mean, you're, you know, um, I, I don't want to blame the loss completely on him. You know, again, we created so many chances that we couldn't put in the back of the net. Sindota, what? Uh, WTF, man. Like, this guy. God bless him. I wish him all the luck. I feel like he was made the escape go to the defense last year, him and Zavellas, because we had such a terrible defensive year. But I I mean, that save with that Haji Safi shot towards the end of the match was just incredible. I mean, that was like a world-class save. And the way the ball was curving, the way the, the ball was uh, dipping in, gosh, I'm like... Come on, man. Really, you saved your, your best best save he's probably ever made in his life, it looked like, for the game against Ike. And good for him, of course. You're going to try to play good against your former team to be like, hey, look what you guys lost. But really, we didn't press much in the second half. We didn't really get any pressure. I mean, it's it, because Jan and I were able to hold our lines, we weren't really able to create. There were a couple of other times where we got um, towards the end of the match where it kind of looked like things were oh, – a little bit falling apart for Jan and I, you know, they were scrambling, they were pressing, they kind of missed a big opportunity at the end of the, the match too, to make it three, one and to really put the match to bed. Uh, but um, just very, very frustrating stuff. <laughs> I honestly, my that be predictions, cause I won't be able to make a, um, a, uh, a podcast before the match, like a pregame pod. Uh, maybe I might get on and say a few words uh, Saturday before, yeah, maybe I might be able to do that. I might be able to do a short podcast because a lot can change. A lot of people can get, you know, a lot of players can come back in. Fernandez showed that he can uh, help this team out offensively. I just, I don't know, man. I don't know if we kind of looked past Pasiganana. I don't really think that's the case. I don't really see Almeida as being that kind of manager where he wouldn't keep these players focused. Um, I do feel that in the midfield, we could have used some more freshness. This is what hurt us. Uh, Gatsinovich not being there. You know, Zuber came in and tried to do the best that he could. Uh, honestly, and again, I know I'm probably going to get killed for saying this, but Mandalos was really a big absence today to come off the bench. I really feel like he could have created a little more. He could have, you know, I would have rather have seen Mandalos come off the bench and play in uh, um, Pineda's role than uh than Zuber. I would have rather seen Zuber go wide. Um where in an Amrabat's position, you know, Amrabat, what can you say about the guy? He has a lot of heart. Some people don't like his play. At times I don't like his play, but the guy was trying. He was clearly frustrated. I mean what what can I say? And then, you know, Ara, poor Araujo finally found the back of the net but missed great opportunities. Um, there's not much more to say, guys. I, I, um, 
wish us better luck. Sometimes football, sports in general, comes down to luck. It just wasn't meant to be. Um, but again, we weren't able to create anything. We weren't able to create very many opportunities. We got that goal back, and I was like, okay, here we go. And that gave me hope. Because at halftime, I did not have hope. I'm like, okay, Yanana's going to shut us down. We're going to, you know, come in, try to score in, in the second half. And I really felt like it took Yanana a while to kind of get their back line straightened out, to hold their lines. And then when I finally scored, they were like, oh, crap, like we need to try to as best as we can to hold on to this lead, which I really thought they weren't going to do. And I feel like most Ike fans, football fans that were watching, neutrals that were watching, uh, probably had the same idea that I have. That, that here we go, Ike. We're able to get this fast goal. They had missed, you know, out of Oppo. It just missed a great opportunity to uh, get Ike on the scoreboard right before that. An easier—that's what's frustrating. An easier opportunity. Um, I don't know, guys. It's just all around. You know, Van Witt wasn't able to do much, but of course, you can't. When teams hold their lines so much, it's hard to break through that defense. I think Kadzi Safi with his shot had a good idea. Uh, you know, Steven Zuber again has another ball blocked or had it go out wide uh, when he was left wide open in the box. God, I really wish, like, you know, this was moments after he came onto the field, and I wish Pineda had been there instead, not to take a knock at Steven Zuber, but I feel like Pineda would have put that shot in the back of the net. Ah, frustrating, but on we move. Uh, this, you know, it was already a massive derby against Panathinaikos coming up this Sunday. This makes it, like, that much more massive. Um, and and it depends on what the, the rest of our rivals are going to do, too, because now if – I think um, I, was, I was paying attention to the score till the 30th minute before I came on here to do the podcast. Um, Olibakos was nil-nil with Ionikos and – Balk, of course, has their own, uh, the Macedonian Derby tomorrow with Aris up in the Saloniki. So, um, you know, if, if they both are able to win, they can cut into the, the lead of Ike and put more pressure on Ike. Again, guys, I have to reiterate this and remind this that second place spot leads to the Champions League. So it's very important that we at least on the table stay where we're at. Um, you know, it's going to make things fun. It's going to make things exciting. A lot of games left to play. I'm trying to, I'm trying to say stuff that is going to really give me more hope going forward. But yeah, this one kind of stings. This one kind of stings because it, you know, it comes at a moment where the team was really rolling and you, you wanted them to, for them to carry on that momentum. And now Panathinaikos can, can kind of, smell a little bit of blood not to say that they really scare me but um i think i should definitely be able to pick up three points in this derby panathinaikos has not played well since the uh the world cup break um but you know again a derby is a derby uh, they've had incredible luck and i really feel like unfortunately it's turning out to kind of be their year um Let's hope that's not the case. Let's hope I can kind of regroup, pick up three points again and take the lead down to four, put some more pressure on the greens because, as I've talked about before, they have a lot of difficult games in this round. Um, and then before the playoffs, you know, when playoffs start, who knows? We need to kind of 
keep the deficit as low as we can because I really feel that if Panathinaikos is able to take this derby in, in Philadelphia this weekend, um, I wouldn't say the old English sports cliche that the fat lady has sung, but she's uh, tuning up her vocal cords in the dressing room, let's say, if that happens. Anyway, guys, also, before I get out here, um, massive, massive uh, playoff play-in game, whatever you want to call it. I think tomorrow against the Turkish team in basketball, let's see what uh, the Vasilisa can do. Hopefully she can stay in Europe and make us proud. Guys, let's try to keep our heads up. You know, um, losses are going to come. That's all in the football. It's kind of a hard one to take right before uh, the dead be. Hard one to take because we've seen this team play incredible football, both offensively and defensively. And going back to the defense, you know, I've said in every podcast, like, the defense was bend and not break. Well, we finally saw it break. And um, overall, I do feel like the team responded well. And I feel that if, not to say that I would want this to happen against Panathinaikos, but I feel like if this was to happen against a better quality opponent that was going to come out after you, um... Maybe the result could have been different. Maybe I could have been given a little more room to work with. I, I just felt like this was an old school um, Greek game where they were able to get Greek league game where they were able to get the lead and just held their lines. And uh, yeah, Yana, now look, you got to give them credit. They did what they had to do to pick up three points. Good for them. Bad for us. But, uh, you know, like I always say after a difficult match, and there haven't been a lot of them this year, thank goodness. But uh, guys, I appreciate you listening. I really appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, maybe, like I said, I can make a, a, a little preview pod. Uh, I'm getting back home in my own home environment um, the night before the derby on Saturday night. God willing, if everything goes well. So I can uh, be a little more engaged in the match. Uh, can't wait for this one. Just really wish we would have picked up three points today. I'm sure everyone else has that same feeling. But I hope no matter where you are, thanks for taking a listen. And uh, Pume.